What's up, everything? It's another week in St. Louis Blues Tankland, and Jordan Bennington is doing his part by getting suspended for two games. We'll discuss his antics ahead, so get ready for our spicy, spicy takes. Speaking of things that aren't surprising, the Philadelphia Flyers finally released Chuck Fletcher from his duties after he was allowed to mangle another trade deadline. We'll discuss the worst general manager and perhaps the worst-run team in the National Hockey League. It's all ahead, plus we've got a tier list of our choosing. So let's get started and let's go blues. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Two Guys One Cup podcast. It is Thursday, March sixteenth, the eve of St. Patrick's Day. It's probably somebody, some other Saints' day, I would assume, because they got to cram them all in there. Oh yeah. And I feel really sorry for the guy on March sixteenth. It is. Wait for it. Wait for it. Holidays and observances. We're going to get there. Saint Avon Day. Saint Finian Lobe the Leper Day. <laughs> Herbert. Herbert of Cologne Day, Hilarious of Achillea Day, and Julian of Antioch, who's actually fairly significant. But you say hilarious? Them, One of them was named Hilarious. Yeah, hilarious of Achillea. That person is supposed to have been the second bishop of Achillea, succeeding Hermagoras during the prosecution of Nerian. He was tortured to death under the prefect Veronius. Wow, that was a fun sentence to read. I mean, I realized there was torture to death in there, but the names, they were a laugh a minute. So hilarious. (laughs) This is, as I mentioned, the Two Guys, One Cup podcast. I am Stephen Graham. I am joined by the one and only Ian Peters because the world couldn't handle two of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are excited to talk Blues hockey. Ian, how are you doing tonight? I feel rejuvenated. Oh, yeah? What's rejuvenating you? Uh, Nothing. Uh, the the rains the rains of March are here, oh, you know, because yeah. springtime is coming. Coming in springtime is like a coming. Five days. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that crazy? Winter's over. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you? Can I? I'm going to go ahead and do this. Uh, winter. There was no winter for you though. You're in Florida. That's a lie. It got down to fifty. It was thirty nine degrees when I woke up this morning. As a matter of fact, a state of emergency. <laughs> that's right. Uh, it was by it was like 50 degrees by the time I got outside, but it was 39 when I woke up. <laughs> Ian, this is a, about probably the least controversial take that I have ever had on this podcast, but why are we still doing daylight savings time? What is oh, this? Yeah, yeah. What is this monkey business? You know, I think I my mom just... told me the other day that they were the federal government was like, we're getting rid of it. And then I, that every year. I know that's what every I told year. her. I was it's like, I, that's not true. <laughs> but then she told me that supposedly what they were doing was they're getting, they were not getting rid of daylight savings time. They were sticking to daylight savings time. So like what we're in now is what they're going to stick to. And I was like, this is the thing that the rest of the world is not on, which is complete and utter like that would be, that's perfect that's america that would be so america tea. yeah uh-huh. they're like no, no 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 we're just gonna do the thing that no all the other people don't do yeah um because yeah i feel like sometimes people forget 
I mean, I'm with you. Get rid of daylight savings time. But I feel like some people are like, yeah, I want those long days. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's not what that is. <laughs> I mean, they get longer naturally in the summer. Like, they just, yeah. it just happens. But yeah, you're you're in the winter times all the times. That's right. It's ridiculous. But in any case, I, uh, so on, I mentioned this on the other podcast, but I, on Thursday, on sun, Saturday night, of course, I had to stay out to watch Klaus and his merry men mm-hmm. defeat Portland Timbers. And uh, it was an 11, uh, 10.30 start local time in Jacksonville. I had to stay up till 12.30 to finish that. Then I stayed up till one to finish a book because I'm cool. <laughs> and uh, let everybody hear it here first. I'm very cool. <laughs> I read books. What kind of book? book? Uh-oh. Let's hear it. It was a, a novel about uh, a cross-dressing soldier in the Civil War. That's what that's what the book. <laughs> so you know, that's a real thing. That I didn't make that up. That's, I'm, that's I'm like I'm I'm just waiting. I know that's it. That's what yep. it was. That's what it was. What's this book called? A uh, thousand or a thousand splendid sons. No, it's called um, what the one the sequel is called. A thousand moons. This one's called Days Without End by Sebastian Mary. You can look it up. It's a real. It's a real thing. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna read the whole synopsis right now. Please do. Mm-hmm. Please read the overview of uh, Days Without End on Wikipedia and tell me that I didn't exactly tell you what this book was about. The novel is narrated by Thomas. Was it an L. McNulty? McNulty. An, yeah. An Irish. Oh no. Emigre. Immigre? I don't know why it doesn't just say immigrant. Okay, thank you. An Irish immigrant (laughs) who flees to Canada and then America, because you can't say in Canada, uh, to escape (laughs) the Great Famine. In America, he befriends John Cole and the two fall in love, working first as young boys, working first as young boys, as cross-dressing entertainers, and then enlisting in the army and taking part in both Indian Wars and the American Civil War. Wow. Yeah. I told you. That sounds very, you know what? That sounds very interesting. Yeah, it's a good book. Sebastian Barry, absolutely one of my favorite authors. So Genre Western fiction. On November 5th, 2019, the BBC News listed Days Without End on its list of the 100 most influential novels. Is that of 2019 or of all time? (laughs) Because one is very impressive and one is not at all. It's all time? BBC. BBC. BBC loves it. Come on, listen. I love Sebastian Barry too, but let's <laughs> fucking pump the goddamn brakes a little bit. Even as turn what, is done a one eighty. <laughs> what like you read this list and like the grapes of wrath was let off? Yeah, they bumped that. Left one. off. The grapes of wrath was bumped. It was what? bumped for real. Yes, it's not oh, on here. Oh no! Oh come on, BBC. That's not right. Well, BBC. that's an American book, though, right? This is BBC talking. They're like all English. Yeah, language. but there's lots of Americans I on know. here. Bridget Jones's diary is on. Fuck you guys. Oh no! Oh no! Out. BBC. Uh oh, that's wrong. That's a wrong list. That's bad. That's bad, and I feel bad. Okay, well, now that we've <laughs> you want your about- book to belong to the shit list. Good job, BBC. That must be BBC Three, though. That must be like <laughs> that's, <the> right. <laughs> that's right. BBC Eight, the Ocho. <laughs> I, <laughs> I accidentally clicked on Siri. Uh, I never know. It never goes away. And I don't know if you can hear me, but now you oh, can, I can hear you. So I'm back. Did you hear me say BBC 8 The Ocho? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, good, good, good. Because I can't hear you at all. All right, great. Fantastic. So now that you guys have got now you guys have gotten your novel, your British novel content that you clamor for every week. Uh, we're here to talk about the St. Louis Blues and the clamoring of uh, Jordan Bennington. Um, what uh, what uh, what's to be made of Jordan Bennington? You know? Yeah. That's... Yeah. I mean, I was, it's hard. It's hard. My brain. My brain struggles. My brain goes in circles on Jordan Bennington because I feel like we say the same stuff but also like that stuff is true it's true about our feelings right this is subjective it's just how we feel about Jordan Bennington I'd like to say if you feel differently than us that's your right as an American uh, because no Canadians listen to this Um, as an American or whatever you identify as that's your right Uh, but it's it's two things, right? It's two things. It's Jordan Bennington throws tantrums. He does. Like you swing mm-hmm. your stick at someone's face, you throw fake punches, uh, you're going to get labeled a clown. Like you just are. Like just imagine Jordan Bennington is any other player in the NHL that's not on the Blues or he's some guy on your beer league or whatever and he's doing the same things. It doesn't even have to be a goalie. It could be a defenseman, it could be a center, whatever. Swinging a stick at people, fake punching them, you know, chirping the bench all the time. Is that like tough or is that just like a psycho baby? Like, I just can't, like, I just can't imagine any Blues fan seeing another player do that on some other team being like, man, that's a tough guy. That guy don't yeah. take no shit. I'd be like, no, that's a psycho baby man. Yeah, you know, he never does this stuff and wins. He yeah. never does it when he's playing well. It's just always he's upset and he's a child. And people lash out when they're upset and childish. And that's okay. Like you talked about it too, where it's like the other extreme where you see some people on Twitter being like, this man needs psychiatric help. It's oh, like, yeah. calm the fuck down. No, he doesn't. He's just kind of a dick, you know, and that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. But like, stop. I just don't. And I would think that this season of all seasons, the the Blues contingent would be cured of the, well, he's just firing up the team. What is there to fire up, yo? There ain't mm. nothing. There's there's not even, there's not tender. There's not a spark. We got nothing. We ain't got nothing, you know? And um, it's just embarrassing to watch. Uh, and it's embarrassing that that's like the first thing people think of when they think of the Blues right now. We used to be a good team. We used to mm-hmm. have an identity, you know, and and now it's now it's I don't know. Now it's Jordan Bennington, I suppose. Yeah, it, like you're saying, it's annoying because you have both sides. You also have like national media being like, "Why are our Blues fans trying to defend this guy?" It's you know, it's it's just chicken shit. Like they're being babies about it too. Blah blah blah, and it's like. I don't mind, excuse me, if that's other fans saying that. Cause like, yeah, that's what we would say about Tom Wilson or Ben Marchand or whatever. Like I get it. They're chirping when, when an abs fan is like, blues fans are awful. They're all terrible. It's like, I don't care. Of course, that's what people, uh, blues fans say about San Jose fans or whoever, like uh, whatever. But it's like when you have like Greg Wyshynski or you have like um, Tara Sloan or people out there just like this guy isn't, is an absolute like psycho or like this dude like needs to be controlled and blah 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 and it's like look i don't i just don't 
know why you're acting shocked anymore like this is who he is and this is who he's always been so like you may not like it but like let's not act like aghast and clutch our pearls when it's like oh my god Jordan Bennington being a dick it's like of course like that's his that's his brand that's his shtick but like also can you not understand Blues fans being like a little attached to him because he won them the Stanley Cup like he's probably I'm gonna go ahead and say like 40 50 percent of the reason they won a stanley cup that he oh, yeah. even got into the playoffs <laughs> and then like he's probably a, like 90 percent of the reason yeah. they even got into the playoffs i mean know? yeah that's true but it's like there's going to be an affinity there's going to be an attachment and also this team doesn't give a shit anymore like no one cares on this team i can't really blame them at this point because they're they're out of the playoffs their gm sold like what what do they have to play for so I don't even really blame them, but like Bennington's pissed. Bennington wants his team to play better. He's angry. He's fired up. And I get that fans, like they are attracted to that. They're like, this is how I feel. And he's mirror, mirroring on the ice how I feel. And it's like, of course, of course, people like that. That's why people wanted to see Marc-Andre Fleury go pummel Bennington. Why? They didn't want to like literally watch it and just clap. They're like, that's what I would love to do. I would mm-hmm. love to punch Jordan Bennington in the face. It's like, yeah, I, I get all that like that whole back and forth and and having your emotions in the game and everything so i kind of identify with fans in that sense but then i'm like if you pull yourself back and you just think about the game overall like you're only acting he's only acting fiery when they lose he's not firing up the team by going crazy he's showing the other team that he's cracked they've cracked him like he's pissed now like if i'm on the other team i'm just like okay we got him like we, we, we figured him out if he get again if he gets pissed and he just shuts them down i mean in this case they tossed him obviously but in any other scenario he just shuts them down he's a brick wall you're like oh damn dude he's fired up and he's got another gear but it's mm-hmm. like he loses his cool and then there's no more um i mean there's a, a quote from ryan reeves where ryan ryan reeves on bennington tripping the minnesota wild bench he said i don't exactly know what he was doing he just got buried on took a five-minute penalty and he's trying to fire up the crowd it was a weird time to fire up the crowd hey appreciate the power play i guess and that's like the other team doesn't care alex galagoski scored a goal on grice and he like did the fake pump up the crowd thing to the crowd it's like they don't care dude they think you're a big baby like i i don't know it's interesting i get blues fans being pissed because the whole the whole league hates bennington and you're kind of attached yourself to him a bit. He is on your team. So now you feel like you're under attack. You're like, oh my God, this whole league hates us or whatever. It's like, do do what I've done. Detach yourself from Jordan Bennington. When they all hate Jordan Bennington as a blue or whatever, I go, ah, yeah, that's probably true. He's kind of shitty. Like, it's fine. It's okay. If he hadn't won us a cup, he wouldn't be here anymore. I mean, A, they wouldn't have signed that contract, and he probably just wouldn't be here anymore. I do have to wonder yeah. sometimes when this happens, if you have Craig Bruby going out there the last time this happened and be like, dude, just play goal. You got to chill out. What do you think Doug Armstrong thinks? What do you oh, think yeah. that guy thinks when he watches this? Like, oh, you know what? He's just having a good time out there. He's just he's just ruffling some feathers. It's like, no, he's probably like, dude, what the fuck? I signed you again. I'm Doug Armstrong and I signed you for too much money for too long. Look at me. We're both playing our parts in this play known as the St. Louis blues franchise. Um, I don't know. It's just tiring too. It just happens too much. It happens Mm. too often. Like part of like seeing flurry go try and fight Bennington is like, Oh shit. 
Flurries doesn't fight anybody. This dude's like the nicest goalie there is. And to Bennington's credit, he wanted to fight. They both put their gloves down. They got really close. If there's any person that is wrong, completely wrong in this whole scenario, it's the refs. Just let them fight. Everyone mm-hmm. wanted to see it. Everyone in the NHL, Blues fans, other teams fans, everyone wanted to see these two fight each other. I'm not even rooting for really for Bennington to beat the shit out of Flurry. Like, I just yeah. want to see them fight so we can get this past this a little bit. But of course, they jumped in between them. And it's like just another moment where we all would be like, oh, he's a fake tough guy, which I agree with. But I'm like, at least this time you like tried. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And even this time, too, I kind of get it. He just got fucking scored on. The dude runs into him. I watched that replay enough that I I think this is like it's the, the they both go right it's the it's the it's a hook and you embellished like Hartman's definitely skating towards Bennington knowing where he is and Bennington definitely like circle like is on his knees moving out of the crease like on mm-hmm. her, like they both see where they're going and hit each oh, yeah. other and then he's like I can't believe that and also dude you can't hit people with your blocker yeah that's hard yeah. in the face you can't That's, do that 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 actually is coward shit like i'm like yeah, come on why why does no one <laughs> there are fans i do see blues fans that are like i'm tired of his crap and like i said i get it blues fans i'm defending you but at the same time why 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 are you defending this dude he sucks like it'd be different if he was really good and did this i'd be like hey man he's crazy but look at those results the results aren't there the shit that takes the defense out of the the stats, the advanced stats, the goals saved above expected, aren't there. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not good. I don't want to say, like, objectively, but he's not good just on his own when you're judging against other goalies on their own. Like, I don't know what – if we're defending the 2019 Cup, you can give up. It happened. His name's on it. We won. That, right, you and know, like – Don't worry. They're not taking it. And, like, I'm never – I'm never going to hate Jordan Bennington because he did that for us. And that's irreplaceable and inarguable and and incredible and other things that start with N. But like uh, that's in the past. This is in the present. The future isn't going to be, you know, probably going to be Jordan Bennington winning another cup uh, on this team. And that's fine but like why i just don't i guess i just don't see the need and i've never seen the need to defend our players when they're just because they're our guys you know like Mm -hmm. i don't get it you wouldn't do it i mean i wouldn't defend tom wilson if he was on this team i wouldn't defend you know tony d'angelo if he was on this team i just don't get that impulse i guess you know right like it's just it's it's okay like it's you don't have to you don't have to stake yourself in on this it's kind of like it's kind of like if if armstrong makes a shitty signing or whatever and people are like man what a shitty signing and it's like no no it's like it's fine if it is you didn't make it it's okay like you can you can have that feeling i get it but it's just like why why waste it on him like why waste it on Jordan Bennington, who's stat, I want to cap friendly. I didn't realize they had like status, NHL, NHL, emergency loan, and his status is suspended. <laughs> um, 
we have them passed this year for four more years at a $6 million cap hit. Like that's kind of the other thing too. I know we're not like spending to the cap currently um, with all these trades and stuff, but we're probably gonna be a cap team next year. I don't see us going down from there. And they're you're paying them $6 million for like, like at best, at best, average goaltending at very best average goaltending Not six million even yeah the next four years that's like he should <laughs> he should be a little happy the defense in front of him is so fucking trash yeah because if they were respectable and he was putting up these numbers this wouldn't this is not good mm-hmm. this is this is public enemy number one but he gets he gets to hide behind that a little bit and be like, well, you know, the defense isn't so great in front of us or whatever. But what I hate too is to see people saying that and a little bit, like, well, Colton Frank was progressing and blah blah. And like Tory Krug's like a good power play guy. I'm like, okay, so who is it? Are we yeah, fuck Marco Scandella? He's de- he's destroyed this defense single-handedly. The rest yeah. of them, though, they're fine. Like it just it's just passing the buck. That's what annoys me. But um, I mean, I wish I would have seen them fight. This game was 3-1, and then it was like a complete meltdown by this team, Bennington included, for like three goals allowed in pretty much two minutes. Like, I guess I'd be I'd be like angry if it wasn't for the fact that I want this team <laughs> to lose and tank and be worse in the standings at this point. Um, but I was just kind of shocked while we were recording the, the soccer podcast that it was 3-1. Verona had two goals. The uh-huh. first goal was like amazing. That was like a Peron circa 2011, whatever goal. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, he danced four dudes. He got in there. He's fast, scores, gets a slap shot one timer on his second goal on the power play. Blues were like three for five last night. Like there was some good offense. I mean, they scored five goals. Bushnevich got a hat trick. Um, like they look fun. I mean, I guess it's like in, a, in essence, it's sort of like the perfect game and that it was entertaining to watch and mm-hmm. there were lots of goals were scored and the blues lost um everything all the notes and then yeah bennington suspended two games and now they've called up hofer and it's going to be hofer or grace tomorrow against washington in washington and then one of them against winnipeg here on sunday if you're going to play hofer i feel like you got to play him against washington in washington mm-hmm. like He's away, no home crowd jitters. You're against the worst of the two teams. Like that would make sense. And then throw throw Grace to the Wolves on Sunday. Or don't play Hofer in either. I really can respect that and understand that too. Let him get a taste of just sitting on the bench and watching the game and everything. Because I know this isn't how the coach thinks or how the players think, but really just play Grace and lose, you know? <laughs> I just tossed Grace in there. He, he didn't look great for the last, whatever it was, five, four or five goals against uh, last night. So, um, and the Wild are good. I have to give credit to the Wild. They, they, it was a record 14 games. I think a franchise record 14 games with earning at least a point. I think they're like 8-0-4 or something in their last, I guess gotta be more than that. They're like 10-0-4 mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, I was like, that's pretty impressive. They've got a good team. They didn't even have Kaprizov in there last night because he, you know, got folded like a chair a couple <laughs> games ago. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean. I, I never saw that. Was it bad? Uh, it was, I don't know. I'd have to watch it again. He, 
I forget who it was. Logan Stanley is essentially like on his back. Logan Paul, gotcha. And he is like bends forward, like you're, you know, like you can, like you're allowed to do. Your body does, <laughs> but then I think his leg kind of kicks out you know to the how side your body too. Does. Uh-huh. And I was sort of like, oh, that's not great. Um, he'll be fine. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, the game before this, what they played Vegas, they looked pretty good against Vegas, but ultimately they they lost. Uh, whatever it was, 4-3, 5-3. I think Gus was empty netter by Petro. Kill me. Petro scored an empty net goal. I don't think Barbashev scored in that game, but yes, then he, in did. This, he did. I think, it's, I think he scored the game winner, didn't he? No. I thought he did. I don't think yeah. he did. It was like they had a guy that like never scored goals that scored like two or some like rookie. But then Sunquist scored a goal last night. Reeves oh, scored that's a goal last I'm night. Of, maybe I'm thinking of Sunquist. Sad days. They did some like video Robert for Sunquist. Did, did not score. You're correct. Pavel Dorofeyev scored. Um, I'm not sure he had. Maybe he hadn't. I mean, he hadn't come back this year. We haven't played Detroit. We have we play him twice in like next well, week then, or something. I mean, he might not have come back last year because we played pretty late last year. Oh, or we true. traded him wait 2020, oh, 21. Yeah, yeah. You're right. 2021, 22. It feels so long ago. I feel like he's been gone for a long time. Extras. Yeah. True. Let's we got see. Nick Red Wings. Thank God for that. He's coming back. We're signing. We're signing freaking. Sign Barbershop and Sunquest. Bring them both back. Yeah, that's fine. We did not. That was his first time back in San Francisco. Oh, wow. A city he calls home. Yeah, he still has a house here. Where yeah. Where do you think? Do you think it's in Clayton or do you think it's in Creepcore or do you think it's in Chesterfield? It's one of the three C's. <laughs> could be could be the Central West. I'm just kidding. No, it could. Oh. Uh, I mean, no, that'd be fun. Uh, but... It's in Clayton. Also, you know where it isn't? It isn't in downtown West because that doesn't exist. So uh, we, we won't be we won't be rehashing this. No, we won't because I'm correct. So there's no, no rehashing. You can't <laughs> deny reality, Stephen. Ian. Okay, it's it's you and me here. Nobody else oh. is listening to this. Nobody else is listening to this. Just answer me this question. Oh, no. And answer I don't like it honestly. This. They creep me out that your mic came focus. <laughs> Who is Answer this? it honestly. Before, before the announcement of this stadium, did you ever refer to that area as downtown West? I Just tell. <laughs> That's right. I, you know, so it no, doesn't exist. Thank you. You know that's what? I, I did not. I did not. That's because I didn't know. And I've learned. Uh-huh. And I've grown and I've changed. I refuse to learn. I will not learn about this or anything else. You graduated college and you said, enough. Do you remember in 2021, 22, when we beat the Wild by, and won the final three games of the series by a combined score of 15 to 5? I didn't remember that we just Whoa. spanked him for this. We d- we've done so well against them, even in the regular season. This is was like that a when Bennington L. came in and was so good. Yeah, that must have. Been. Oh yeah, he can do it. Just look, just curb no, it. Can't. No, hold on. No, he can't. Okay, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> I, I, but, I you know, I'm sorry, but no. I'm like. I'm not like I don't know. I just don't understand. I definitely don't understand the dis- impulse. To defend his goalkeeping either you know it's not good it hasn't been good all year the i i don't understand the people who are like well the advanced stance don't account for 
how bad his defense is in front of him. Yes, they do. That's exact. That's actually literally why they exist. That's all they do. That's the whole purpose. So, um, like, like Couldn't well, possibly account for. Well, that. he's got he's got a high danger save percentage just because he has more high danger chances against him. Now, now that's not how it works. It's <laughs> anyway. I just don't. You know, I hoped he wouldn't be Cam Ward. He's Cam Ward. But guess what? That's okay because he won the Stanley Cup. That's right. And I'm not, I, I you know, I would have taken Cam Ward too. It's all good. It's all good, baby. We won a Stanley Cup. We're rebuilding. We've got a bright future in the, in in a few years, I'm sure. We're going to draft Adam Fantilli this summer. And it's all going to be good. It's all going to be positive. But just, just chill. Like, don't. You don't have to bury the guy. You don't have to rag on him, but just, just don't be, just don't be the the guys doing the defending. Like, don't, don't be pretending this is okay. Just, you just don't have to really. You just don't, you know, for real. It's like, okay. I, I understand folks when they're maybe of an older generation and they're like, you know, people, goalies used to fight more and blah, blah. And this, you know, there was, Billy Smith and and all these guys, Ron Hextall, and they were all ornery and all this shit. And it's like, yeah, that's fine. That's okay. Again, better goalies. Um, but like, that's okay to feel that way. But it's just like, but that doesn't really happen anymore. And so if you're one of those dudes that's like sticking out and again, you pull shit like, like seriously, fake, like to me, it's like fake punching, throw it, like swinging your stick at some dude's face. And then I get Kadri ran into him, intentional, unintentional, whatever you want to call it in that series but then he like throws a water bottle at him sort of thing i'm like dude what the fuck like seriously i'd honestly rather as a fan if you're representing my team i'd rather you go run over there and just start wailing up <laughs> like while he's being interviewed like seriously at least show the colors like let's rip off the mask and let's just be like i'm a i'm a psycho i'm a fucking yep. psycho and then we can just be like all right we know what we've got here we were like we understand we have a psycho okay like he to me it's not the emotions the emotions aren't what I'm trying to convey, but he's like the meme. I don't know what those memes are where they're like weird white people. It's just white and black drawn people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And with like the smooth brain and the big brain and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the one where they've wearing the mask and it looks like a happy face, but behind they're like crying and seething mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. That's Bennington. He's like, no, I'm not like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're like a crazy psycho man. And I'm seriously, I get it. This sounds really weird. This is a weird take. I've gone full, whatever. But if you are, be a crazy psycho man. Let's yeah. go. Let's go fucking, let's start hacking people. Let's really go for it. That's because right. like then I'm here, then I'm just kind of here for like, yeah, we got a monster on this team. Okay. But like just the chicken shit stuff is like, man, really? Like if you were a if you were a teammate of that guy you'd really be like dude just fucking just calm down let's chill they're always like he's such a competitor he should compete harder and be better than if he's such a competitor <laughs> like they're like yeah do you see how he punched that guy in the face with his blocker what a competitor wow i'm like yeah he's a real muhammad ali out there like real <laughs> tough shit like i don't know i like i said props him for like wanting to throw a flurry like cool they really should have did you hear did you see flurry was mic'd up he was like mic'd up for this game and he's like oh just he's like oh he's, he wasn't even angry he was just skated over because he had to he's like oh he's throwing his gloves he's like let me let me go with him let me go with him and 
the guy's like pushing him back and not saying anything. And he's like, he wants to fight. We should fight. And he's like, it would get the crowd going. The crowd, he's like, they would like it. He's like worried about the fans. <laughs> it's like, and then like he's, the dude, he's the such an angel. Still, lines was still pushing him away, and Flurry's like, no, 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 I just want to go pick up my stuff. <laughs> no, no, I need equipment, please. <laughs> now, this nice, nice beards, boys. <laughs> I want to see. I really want to see Flurry or not Flurry. I really want to see Bennington, and this is this is maybe not the PC thing to say given uh, this other goalie's issues. But if uh, Robin Leonard ever came back into this league, I really think you got to have a Bennington Leonard fight. And I mean, I do. I I would hope Bennington would hold his own. I think he would die, and that's not my intention. But I'm just saying, just give me two psychos out there. Just give me two just seeing red goalies. They're just like, let's go. Let's injure ourselves both at center ice, and then that's going to be Grice and whoever else is in Vegas. Better options, honestly. Better options. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, you know, I'll say this. I wish we did have a little bit of a heartbeat. Doesn't have to be Bennington being a psychopath, but like I do kind of miss this team like having something. They're like Braden Shen went after Hartman afterwards. Yeah, and he got tossed too. Like, I don't, I, I just wish we had some sort of identity that I could be like, I am proud of this team now because our identity is just like a flat line. Now, I do have a question for you because I didn't actually look it up. What was the basis of the suspension? Because obviously it can't be trying to fight. Um, I think it was unsportsmanlike conduct and the like shot to the face, I think. The like, I don't know, rough, I don't know if they called it roughing or not um to Hartman with the blocker like it was pretty much just like he sucker punched him and I'm sure some of it is sort of like they have to gussy it up because they're like well maybe it wasn't really what you did here specifically but it's this and all the other shit dude um I'm a little I also think I do think it is definitely 100% a little bit of that dude you gotta fucking stop this shit you know, yeah. like it's like not that this was necessarily any worse than any of the other ones, but you can't be doing this shit all the time. Yeah, I'll um, I mean, I'll cater to the folks that are like, dude, this is entertainment. This is blah, blah. Like, yeah, I agree. And I think he's like a fun heel in the sense that like uh, people just hate him. Um, and I like that. I just wish he was like a more methodical heel. And not just like a heel, just like it just loses a heel. I'm like, just be like a like a Brad Marchand heel. Like, you know what I love about Brad Marchand is that he goes into a city and he tweets at them about some bullshit and everyone gets angry. Uh, <laughs> and then he doesn't say anything more about it. And he like goes and does whatever on the ice. And I'm like, this is a cerebral heel. Um, yes. Also, by the way, I'm I'm watching this player safety video. Yeah. And I don't want to defend Bennington, but holy fuck, our defense is bad. <laughs> oh yeah. No, they're really <laughs> Scandella is watching whoever's down by the net. And if the pass had been to him, still wouldn't have been able to stop him. <laughs> Whoever our returning forward is, is nowhere near Hartman. And he's literally just, I'm going to show this to you on the screen because it's so embarrassing. Uh, look at this. What, what, the, what is happening? There's a puck. These two guys looking at the puck. This third guy looking at the puck, not looking at Hartman. Scandella doing nothing. What the hell is happening? <laughs> oh, it's, it's, like, it's really bad. Jeez Louise. Like, what a penalty kill. And see here, here, right here. They both know. They both oh, know. Yeah. 
He Bennington's even looking over his shoulder, man. He's definitely yeah. giving him, he's definitely checking. You can see his head doesn't even completely turn all the way. He's like, yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah, here he comes. Oh, how could you run into me? Also, that happens all the time. Uh-huh. People are like, he he hit him hard in the back of the leg. I'm like, people fall on the goalie unintentionally. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't punch someone in the face with your blocker. Oh, it's so dumb. That happens every game. Every game the goalie gets run into at some point when someone scores. It happens all the time. I'll give it to you. Ryan Hartman, <laughs> a like piece three. of shit. He hit like three wild at that one time, too. I guess it's entertaining. Get your your pound of flesh, baby, you know? Oh, it's entertaining. I mean, it couldn't happen to a better team. (laughs) I mean, like bowling pins. Oh, wait. Are they going to say history? Roughing on sports like No history. Oh, really? I mean, he's never been suspended, I don't think. But like, you know, he has a history of this. I would love it. I would love it if they said he has no suspensions previously in his 314 game career. (laughs) But he has acted like a real piece of shit most of the time. But we have thought of Jordan Bennington basically is the guy from the real piece of shit sketch before he used to be one, you know? They showed him today because they did like a picture day a couple days ago. Uh-huh. They showed a little feature of um, his hair. It's Nathan like Walker. Yeah, he's, nice. he's interviewing people and he has the best hair and it's definitely a lot of product. Yeah. A lot of product. Also, it was really gross. He's uh, Nathan Walker's asking them all about like their hair and he's like, do you, do, do you just do the hand or you have like a comb or a brush? And all of them are like just the hand, which I get is like very like, you know, cool. But also like, aren't your hands like gross? Yeah. Like what kind of gross shit are you touching all day? I don't uh, I don't use the hands. I mean, I put the product in with the hands, but then I yeah. use a brush, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, a human being. and I'm not ashamed to say recently started using a hair dryer because you have to add that volume, people. It's all about the volume. That's right. Man, I dryer. hated volume as a teenager with more yeah, hair because I, I know. The curly hair, not good. Yeah, they're not good for curly hair, but my hair is like just walking that line where it works. In the morning, looks great. By the evening, as you can see, it looks fucking terrible. <laughs> but nobody but you is looking at me now, so who cares? What was um, I watching the other day? We were watching. Basketball. I watched. No, we've been watching the Twilight series because I said I hadn't watched any of them, but that's not true. I watched the last couple, and they're entertaining for for what they are. But the mom. The mom of this main girl for a moment they show her and i'm like oh no they fucked the scene up her hair is like a rat's nest <laughs> and it's definitely supposed to look really nice it's a wedding and i was like oh someone got fired oh yeah of course but your hair is not like that steven that's all right it's a-okay thank you uh you're lying but thank you anyway uh speaking of people that are uh, not they have poor hair and poor judgment. Let's talk about Chuck Fletcher. Does he have poor hair? I think he does. Let's see. Chucky Fletch. He probably does. How old is he? Oh, he's got a, a very obvious toupee. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a vibe. I mean, tell me this is real hair. Tell me this is real hair. That's not real hair. Come on, man. What you doing? Uh, that ain't real. Yeah. Here's the third. Here's the third look. That's not real. That's nah. not real. You're not you're not. Fooling me, Chuck. Yeah, I can see a line. I mean, that looks kind of. Oh, that's a replacement. Yeah. Yeah. Chucky, come on. Chucky. What do you expect? He's a Nepo baby, you know? That's right. Basketball. Sorry, that stuck in my head. 
Because I'm gonna dunk it. Are there many? Are there um, many? Um, uh, what you call it yet? Any uh, upsets? Upsets? Oh, Ian, let me tell you about the upsets. Not only did Mizzou beat uh, Utah State today as a seven seed, they were a seven seed, so that wasn't an upset. Oh. But they advanced to face the winner of two seed Arizona or fifteen seed Princeton, and Princeton beat Arizona. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mizzou's ticket to the Sweet 16 is all but secured, except probably not, because if they can beat Arizona, they can certainly beat us. And they, we, if Mizzou wins, they will be heels. So that's fun. That's a fun thing, you know. Tigers, they can do it. Okay, I'm gonna stop. All right, so um, let us talk about Chuck Fletcher. He's he's so bad. He's so bad. You know, he's just so bad at being a general manager. I don't know. Like he's been at twice now or maybe three times. Staggeringly bad. I don't even have enough to say about Chuck Fletcher. Let's look at Sportsnet's best and worst moves for Chuck Fletcher. He has best moves. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Oh, well, they're not even declaring what the things are. They're just saying notable signings, a mixed bag. Uh, yeah, mixed mixed is unterrible. I, I don't know of a single good move he's made while there, honestly. They trade. Go ahead. Chuck Fletcher's top five mistakes by Brotherly Puck. Missing out on Goudreau. True which is incredible uh the 2020 trade deadline the they didn't get anybody when they were starting to be hot so you know that's cool no 2020 off season the summer of 2020 was definitely a misstep but it may not be all chuck's fault uh flyers opted to stay very quiet during the offseason relying on returning forwards oscar lindblom and nolan patrick as in-house acquisitions and signed sketchy defenseman eric gustafson no not that one do a one-year deal flyers weren't able to rekindle the fire that they had in 2020 and nosedive down the standings etc number two is tony d'angelo not 2022 offseason can be an entire chapter in the downfall of the flyers organization but the summer was highlighted by the acquisition of tony d'angelo it was the first acquisition the flyers made giving up a second round pick a third round pick and a fourth round pick for his signing rights a couple days later he signed a two-year five million dollars yada 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 something 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 shane gostas bear he pissed off most of your fan base goes directly against the culture you're claiming to build and the assets and cash you gave up for him directly resulted in the flyers doing nothing else during the 2022 offseason some big brain stuff here and then the number one is sean sean couturier's extension um because it was bad timing it was a huge risk signing him aging players to massive contract never works out well the pros and cons weren't exactly in his favor, et cetera. How do you, how bad do you have to be for Rasmus Ristolainen to only be an honorable mention on your five worst moves as a general? I know. I was like, wow, not even, not even top five. It's just been complete mismanagement since he's been there. And he got there in like 2018. He's been there a long, a much longer time than I thought. The pandemic really like fucked with that. But like, 
And he's just made the, the team was already like in need of sort of like a rebuild back then or a retool at least. And like, they just pretty much pussyfooted around it for like five years. Like they made the playoffs, I think once in that period, or maybe it was in the, like the resuming of the, the season. I think they like won in a play in round and I think they won an actual round and that was it. And that's been it for his entire tenure here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think prior to that, they hadn't been in the playoffs since like 14, 15, something like that. Like it's just been a long time since they've been relevant. And you lose Giroux. I mean, Drew wanted to leave anyways, but like you're going to lose um, Hayes. I'm pretty sure they're like Hayes to, to Columbus is like a certainty because get this Hayes and uh, Johnny Gaudreau, close buddies, good friends. Oh, so it nice. sounds like you would have actually like really have liked to come to Philly if they could have made it happen. Probably would have really loved that idea. Uh, but no, instead you're going <laughs> to, you're literally going to have Philadelphia West in columbus um and yeah kevin hayes not great but it's like you just have players that don't want to be there you've signed players that nobody else wants for too much money um i still can't believe that they they freaking have rasmus Rustalain, and i was like that's a dumb trade don't do that i mean <laughs> do it because like i like buffalo help them out but like that was stupid then tony d'angelo is dumb like carter hart's gonna leave presumably i mean they'll trade them or whatever but like i think they have a better goal behind him but like then there's questions about like sandheim and all these other folks there it's like it's there's no stability whatsoever um i it's gonna be a hard r rebuild i mean their new gm danny breer daniel breer he said Mm -hmm. he said the word he said rebuild um and when you and when you say that when you just when you don't back off from that by saying shit like retool re whatever um you've committed to that you've committed to a rebuild i don't even know if freaking i guess tortorella is like a good rebuild coach because it's like you're not expecting to win and you don't win with him so like just, just keep him there um fits in perfectly i suppose I just wonder if the Flyers, like, brass is going to let Danny Breer, like, do anything. Because, like, the big indictment has always been that the Flyers alumni, Bobby Clark, Paul Holmgren, um, freaking whoever else is there, have always been, like, pretty much nine hands on the wheel. Like, they didn't like Ron Hextall when he was doing shit. Ron Hextall, an ex-Flyer, should be in their, like, fraternity. And they're like, this dude fucking sucks. And ran him out of there. And I mean, they were also right. Like, he's been terrible in Pittsburgh, but he's an inside agent. It's an inside job. Um, but yeah, I just wonder if they let Danny Breer do anything. I mean, Danny Breer talked in his press conference. Like, he, despite being called the interim GM, is going to be the GM. Like, he's like, there's plans and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, maybe they just removed that tag in the summer, I'm assuming. But it's like, I just hope he's allowed to like actually remake this team in like a modern team because it feels like they're stuck in like 2013 or whatever, like the last time they were had any relevance in the postseason. And it kind of sucks because like the Flyers are a fun franchise. I mean, there's always the Blues. They're like quote unquote historic. Like they should, you should want them to always be good. This is what I don't get about that kind of team, and. Um, you know, 
I like the Flyers. They've always been kind of a second team for me. That's hard to explain why, because um, nobody else in St. Louis likes them, but it's mostly because they wore orange and I was a kid once, but in any case, and actually because I loved Danny Breer as a kid. So that's come kind of full circle. But um, what I don't understand is like, why, why are the Flyers, why is Comcast okay with the Flyers being a laughing stock? Because here's the thing, when you're a rebuilding team, maybe you take a hit financially for a few years or whatever, but you're right. not an embarrassment. You're not the team people are pointing at and going, oh, look at these idiots. They can't get their heads out of their asses. You know, like, I don't understand why these teams aren't willing, these teams who have the money to survive anything. You know, it's like, you could say Columbus or whoever actually can't afford to rebuild. I mean, they always are, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> If somebody was going to say, no, we have to get as many butts in the seats as possible, it might be a Columbus or an Arizona or whoever. Philly can afford whatever, but they're still stubborn and sticking their head in the sand and being like, no, no, we're going to compete with this core that doesn't exist of players that are subpar, you know, and mm -hmm. underperforming. And it's just, I just don't get that. And especially after what New York did, like I would have thought New York's whole we're just going to announce that we're doing it and we're going to do it and we're going to do it in two years. And then we're going to be bonkers good again. I thought that would have been a paradigm shift, especially for the big clubs, you know, the clubs that have that level of cachet that can really pull that off, but apparently not, apparently not for Philadelphia at least. I don't know. Hey man, I was looking at their cap friendly. They got freaking Kevin Hayes, unless they move them for like another three years at a little over 7 million a year. They've got, I mean, they, they've got some guys coming off the books, but some of them are like younger dudes that you're going to like keep anyways. You've uh -huh. got Rasmus to line into a little over 5 million a year for the next four years after this. Like, woof. Uh, Carter Hart's an RFA with Arbright's in two years. Like, there's just, oh, they got some people are injured. I was like, where's their like forward depth? is <laughs> injured. Atkinson's injured. Like, Couturier's like injured. a lot of those guys aren't good and are injured all the time. Right? Oh, Couturier is like a good player, but age 37.75 million for what is this? Does this go to holy shit? Yeah, till 2030. And he like, can't stay healthy. Yeah, the dude always injured. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Ellis. I feel I feel kind of bad the flyers getting ryan ellis and he got injured and then he was out i feel more bad for them because steve dangles always ripping them for being like you signed the guy who always gets injured and he gets injured and like what was your plan you should have had a plan and i'm like their plan was hopefully he wasn't going to be injured like yeah. i get that's a dumb plan <laughs> but like that was the plan and as far as i can remember ryan ellis wasn't like always injured it wasn't yeah. like oh god he's always out like he had i think he had a significant injury in nashville then he became older and they couldn't afford him. So they traded him. And it's like, I just, he rips on them all the time for like signing Ryan Ellis. Like it's such a dumb move. And I'm like, ah, they made a lot of stupid moves. I don't necessarily think that's like the worst one. Um, but holy shit, they have him signed though. And he's injured uh, for another four years. Um, do you know that for some reason, Ilya Brzezgalov is still on here? Uh, even though it says $0 in all these other years. Oh, because I think cap. they're still paying him like a million dollars a year or something. <laughs> uh, very, uh, a very sad state of affairs. Maybe they won't be the worst 
run team next year. Maybe they can oh. hand that off to Vancouver. Oh my God, Ian! What? This is a this is a fun Steve Dangle full circle. Did you see who the Thunderbirds signed to a PTO to replace Joel Hofer for a couple of days? Oh no, who? The one and only Garrett Sparks. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, speaking it. of a guy with a short fuse or whatever bring that yeah. guy up that's right make him start i uh i went to spring training this weekend because that was has always been on my bucket list and it was great but it's funny because they're doing the world baseball classic right now so that roster was just gutted and it was like 90 <laughs> percent people i'd never heard of before it was the garrett sparkses of the world if you will Every last one of you is a Garrett Sparks. Uh, but with all that said, um, I I just think I think the Flyers are a disaster, and I think this league is weird a lot of times. Uh, we didn't really talk about Jordan Kyrou. I skipped over this a little bit. Jordan Kyrou, 30, 30, uh, 30 goals for the first time in his career, um, 63 points so far this season in 63 games. Uh, yes, he's a minus 35. Yes, that's not good. Um, but talk to us a little bit about Jordan Cairo. Yeah, I heard them talking on the radio, actually. I think it was, oh, God, what's his name? He's the guy that replaces Pang. Oh, God, I should know his name. Who's Steven? Who is it? Who's the guy who replaced, sorry? Who replaces Darren Pang when he's out. What's that guy's oh, name? Oh, Jamie Rivers. Jamie Rivers, Jesus, yeah. JR, another JR. Um, he was talking on the radio and said something I actually agreed with where he was talking about how fans like Rip Cairo because you know, they play great defense, yada, yada. <laughs> but how maybe back in the day, people still like Tarasenko, even though he was also bad at defense at this age and this part of his career, um, but scored and people just weren't as hard on Tarasenko as maybe they are on Cairo these days. And I'd say that's probably true. Um, probably doesn't help that like, when Tarasenko came into the league, this team was already pretty good, at least like was a competitive team, making the playoffs all the time, winning around, I guess, honestly being bounced the first round, but they looked good. Uh, or they did great in the regular season. Um, and now for Kyrie sitting here, Sands maybe last year um, hasn't been a lot of like playoff success, but they're about <laughs> in the same place production wise uh, in their careers, or as far as like measuring Kyrie to Tarasenko at this point. Like, yeah, Kairou's got, uh, what is that? Yeah, 100 or 236 games as of game before last, 76 goals, 109 assists for 185 points. Tarasenko would have had in 236 games, uh, 93 goals, 91 assists for 194 points. So, like, yes, 10, nine more points. He's got more goals than Kairou. Kairou's got more assists. Um, Tarasenko at this point in his career is also playing probably like it looks like a minute more on average ice time shooting percentage is a little bit higher takes more shots than Kyrie did or has in his career it's like they're fairly comparable and I just think like it's one of those things where like yes if the team gets better too I think that's you know um a rising tide you know raises all ships and it's like if this team is better I think Kyrie's offense will be even better like he had this is his first 30 goal season and this season hasn't been great for the Blues um, I mean, he's on track for a point a game. I forget. I'm sure he's missed some some games here and there. So, like, is he going to hit 80? Maybe not. Maybe if he goes a little bit of a heater, he could. But, like, he's definitely going to be a point a game player. 
Um, Thomas is probably again, Bushnevich has had a really good season offensively. Like there are some really strong offensive pieces here, um, which does kind of make me wonder a little bit about our stop gaps where we're like, we've got Verano, we've got Kampen. And I'm like, and these are very good offensive pieces. Yes. And like, yes, 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 yes. And it's like, well, that's great. I mean, double down score a lot. That's cool. But also it's like, we don't really have like, we have Braden Shen playing two way uh, game and that's about it. But that aside, I just think Kairu for all the shit he gets. And I feel like he gets a lot of shit. Um, still a very good player. It's weird how little respect he gets. Uh, Blues Views has tweeted this out this week. They said the Blues haven't had a duo with back-to-back 60-plus point seasons since Hall and Turgeon 25 years ago. They haven't had a trio to do it since Hall, Shanahan, and Janney 29 years ago. Shanahan and Janney were a trio all by themselves, if you know what I Thomas, Kairu 63, Thomas 58, and Buchnevich 58 are real close to changing that. Uh, and that doesn't, you know, that does show how good of a core we have, um, at least offensively. Buchnevich, I'm a little worried about Buchnevich because he's not in the same age group as those guys. Um, and I think people kind of act like that's not the case, but mm-hmm. um, he's already 27. Those guys are, you know, 24 and 23. And that's not a big difference now, but it'll be a big difference when he's 30 and they're 26 and 27, you know, so um, and so I just think that's something to be wary of as he enters his second to last season here. Yeah. But, you know, it's, I, I love P- Pavel Buchnevich, but if our rebuild is kind of culminating when he's ready for a contract extension, I'm not sure it makes the most sense to give him a long eight-year contract extension at the start of a rebuild or at the end of a rebuild, you know, but we'll see. We'll let that, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. There's one more thing I have to say, and this does take us back to Jordan Bennington. And I don't mean to pick on the person who said this specifically, so I won't even name them here, but uh, there was a comment on one of us, one of our things. And it just drives me absolutely crazy because I always see, I always see people say stuff like, well, Patrick Waugh threw tantrums too. Motherfucker, Patrick Waugh <laughs> is the best goddamn goalie of all time or one of the top three or four best goalies of all time. Shut the fuck up with that comparison. And by the way, by the way, people talk all the time about what a psychopath Patrick oh, yeah. Waugh is. Literally all the fucking time. So like, what what argument are you making? Like people are like, nobody complains about Patrick Waugh doing it. Have you ever heard anyone talk about Patrick Waugh in the last 20 years? That's all they talk about. I just don't. Have you ever worked anywhere before? (laughs) Anyway, it just drives me crazy. Like I love Jordan Bennington, but I don't even know. He's an and enigma. This, by this enigma, particular I mean. person pointed also to Lundquist, Dubnik, and Price. Now, I don't know of any of Lundquist, Dubnik, or Price to be particular tantrum throwers, which perhaps proves his point. But again, Lundquist and Price are among the 10 or 15 greatest goalies of all time. Dubnik, if he's throwing tantrums equal in frequency and intensity to Bennington, which I doubt is true. In fact, the only one I knew he threw was when Jordan Bennington got in his face first, uh, then he should be called out for them, I suppose. But uh, anyway, it's just funny. Let's do a tier list, Ian. How do you feel about that? 
let's do it. You've chosen a tier list of St. Louis cuisine, huh? Trying That's to make right. me, trying to make me miss home. That's right. Um, you know, in honor of 314 Day, uh, as people love to talk about 314 Day. Um and and rep St. Louis. You know what? I like I'll be, how people I'll be like nice. to talk about 314 Day as if they're as if high day isn't something for everyone else. Oh yeah, I do kind of <laughs> like that. They're like happy 314 Day. I'm like, it's high day, but yeah. like whatever. You can we can have our thing. That's right. Okay. There was there is some uh is it Minneapolis maybe that had 313 Day? Oh really? And it was like, well, Detroit. It's Detroit, apparently. It's like, Detroit. I don't like that. Detroit, exactly. All right, so Ian, the first two things on this particular uh, food list I've never had. So, what is a Saint Paul? Yeah, I know. I should uh, uh, look this up because I've never had it either. But we're gonna judge it. Exclusive recipe: the Saint Paul sandwich, a Saint Louis classic. It's an odd combination: a crispy brown fried egg foo young patty. What? Served between two slices of white bread with a slathering of mayonnaise, a leaf of iceberg lettuce, sliced tomato, and dill pickles. What? (laughs) What? The recipe is served at Fortune Express, 6738 Chippewa Street. Ian, I'm going to need you to go. I know. Like, is this only there? Only? I think it might be. Who the hell else is making this? Who the fuck is making this? <laughs> it's an early example of fusion cuisine. What an early example. Um, uh, just by description alone, I'm giving that like a low tier. Let's come up with better names for this. Top oh, tier is God Mode. Good tier is Yummy, Yummy, <laughs> Bang, Bang. <laughs> mid tier, just mid. Low tier, Yucky Poo. And... <laughs> Uh, the lowest tier is garbage fire. And I'll leave. I have not eaten this as is. Uh, what would you like to do with a St. Paul sandwich? Okay, I was like, hey, sure, let's, you just changed everything. <laughs> Yucky poo. Um, <laughs> I hate this fucking, I hate the Zoom window that won't disappear. Um, I give the St. Paul sandwich uh, yucky poo just because like I think I'd eat it but like I don't can't even really give it a bit because I just think it's like have you ever seen uh, I know you don't do much TikTok have you ever seen like the angry middle-aged chef that reviews stuff on there I don't think so I'll I'll send you his video the next time I come across it because he's fucking hilarious but he just watches everything and he's just like dry and just tearing it apart every time well that's not always true because sometimes I'll watch good shit and just be like in awe the whole time but every video ends with him rating it and saying whether he'd eat it and I have never seen one where even the grossest shit someone makes he'll say uh one out of ten i'd try it fuck (laughs) it always it always ends with him being like i guess i'd try it um but uh you know it's it's fun i'll find one for you okay second one i have also never heard of people if these are common things tell us you know they're not but this one's probably gonna make some other chinese restaurant this one is a gerber sandwich 
the wick oh my god that looks gross the wikipedia page the what the fuck is that the wikipedia i can't look at the picture the wikipedia <laughs> page says the gerber is an open-faced sandwich made in st louis missouri consists of a half section of italian or french bread spread with garlic butter and topped with ham and provolone cheese okay that's not bad it just looks gross as hell um well, it is bad because Provol cheese is gross, but still great, and I love it. Uh, seasoned with a sprinkling of paprika and then toasted. Okay, so this just seems like another delivery method for St. Louis-style pizza, to be honest. Yeah, with right. Um, um, I feel like this has got to be mid. Yeah. This is really I, mean, mid. I would definitely eat this. Where is this made? Who can... Ruma's Deli? I don't know. Perhaps. There's too, there's too many Italian places here. People are like, can you you've never been to Ruma's Fabrizio's? Deli? Yeah. Can you Google Ruma's Deli and see if that still exists? Yeah, let's see. Ruma's Deli. Basketball. This is actually not on the hill. This is down in Melville. Riverfront Ties has an ad, an article called Gerbergate, but it doesn't link to anything. I mean, it's still, this place still exists. What's it? It's at a 4.3 stars in Google. That means it's pretty good because there are people that have gone there and say it's dog shit, which is like a good That's balance. Right. Yeah. St. Louis driver of Maserati involved in fatal crash headed to trial after five years. Why was that phrase so painfully? St. Louis driver of Maserati involved in fatal crash. Okay. So Gerber, we're going mid. Uh, gooey butter cake, absolute God mode for me. I don't know how you feel. Maybe you're not as high on gooey butter cake. I'll eat it all day, every day, and get fat doing it, and that's fine. Um, yeah, I'd put it up there. I'd, if you were God mode, I'd put it either there, yummy, yummy, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, gooey butter cake, it does depend on the recipe, because sometimes it's like a little drier, and I'm not oh, as Oh, I agree. You know what? I'll Just for the variability, I'll put it in yummy, yummy, bang, bang, because <laughs> when you have the best one, it's perfect, but when it's more like a crumb cake that's just a little buttery, it's not as good. So, right. And anything that's prepackaged and not fresh-made, gross as shit. I mean, it's still, I'd still yeah. eat it. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't yeah. want your schnooks uh, gooey butter cake. Ian, are you drinking out of a Stanley cup right now by any chance? I found out about this, folks. People, I'm, I'm sure that young people knew about this already, people. but apparently it's a thing for basic white women to drink out of a cup called a Stanley cup, and I am upset. A basic, a, a basic white woman friend of mine told me about this, and I told her that they had to call it something else. I am disappointed by it, but in any case. Moving on to Gus's pretzels. Uh, I love a good pretzel, but also pretzels generally just feel very mid to me. So I'd probably go mid. But Ian, how do you feel about Gus's pretzels? Um, yeah, I mean, I I like them. But yeah, I feel like pretzels are just, just mid overall. Um, I just, I feel like of the things on this list, that's just a thing, you know? <laughs> it's just I think one the, of the things. I think at Gus's pretzels, like at their locations, you can get like a hot dog inside like a pretzel. Uh -huh. Thing, and that's pretty good like the hot dog inside of pretzel is like yum that's yeah. great all righty and emo's pizza we're talking flavor not price where are you putting it i mean this may be but this might be not controversial enough but i'd put emo's pizza pretty mid pretty mid ah. like it's just not 
I don't want to call it yucky poo because I don't, I really don't think it's bad. Uh-huh. But I definitely now if that was visit, I'm not like you got to go to emos every now if that it's was like, Cecil, would you say the same thing or would you go yummy yummy bang bang? Um, St. Louis style pizza in I general. Will, I will go yummy yummy bang bang. Okay, because I do like Cecil Whitaker's better. The last time I had Cecil's been a long time ago, like uh, maybe like a year or two ago, and it was actually pretty shit. But that's the only time that it's ever been bad. That was also the, the first time I had my wife try it and she now hates me so Nice. So, so, you know, that's that's a just for me thing. That's uh, num, num, num. Just and for, I'd yeah. say the bigger thing with emos too is that it's just like overpriced, right? Like it's just yeah. like, I'm not paying that much money for fucking, because you put Provel on it. Congratulations. <laughs> like, I don't care. That's true. Uh, Ian, give us your Lions Choice takes. Oh, garbage fire. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I will give you this. Their fries are all right. Their fries are yeah. all right. But like, just, for as many people like just love to pat themselves on the back for fucking lion's choice, bro, go eat anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> any other food. And here, I'll hit you with this. I'll hit you with this. You go to Arby's, I'm getting curly fries. Be like, do you want a sandwich here? No, fuck no. I don't want a sandwich here. That's right. That's right. I would rather eat a lion's choice sandwich than an Arby's sandwich, but I would rather eat any other food than why do I gotta dip your shit in au jus because your sandwich sucks ass? Yeah, like, that's right. Make that's the right. bread wet, that'll be not, better. That's right. <laughs> the bread is so wet. Uh it's just a moist experience, and I don't like that. <laughs> uh I also just am never like full after I eat lion's choice no. either. So it's just a lot of, it's just a full loss. Pork steak, uh, I would go, I would tiptoe towards God mode on the pork steak. But if you want to, how do you feel? How do you, do you tell me how you feel before I weigh things any, any more heavily? Um, I'd put it in yummy, yummy, bang, bang, I think. Okay. I do All like right, pork fine. steaks. They are good. It's kind of blows me away that they're like a St. Louis thing. I'm like, really? That's right. Um, toasted ravioli and okay. Here's the thing: some toasted ravioli just kind of meh, but like good toasted ravioli, the best. God, God mode. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I agree. That's an absolute god mode. The, the if best it's got toasted ravioli. If it's got like the sharp parmesan on it and it's like hot and puffy, oh, oh yeah. god, it can't be defeated. That's so good. The undefeatable. St. Louis ribs, Ian. I'm gonna say mid. I'm I'm a man <laughs> on ribs. Here's the thing about ribs. They taste delicious, mm-hmm. but they're so damn much work. There's so much work <laughs> for so little payoff. And my hands get all messy. And just give me beef brisket, baby. I'm not, I'm not high maintenance. Just give me beef brisket. You know what I'm saying? I think St. Louis style ribs too. I'm trying to remember what like makes them St. Louis style, but like they're fattier, I think. Oh, really? Like, Mm -hmm. there's nothing about St. Louis style ribs that I'm like, oh, man, this is amazing Um, compared to, say, like other ribs. Um, St. Louis ribs start off as spare ribs, but they're trimmed down. Um, There's nothing about them like, oh, boy. I will tell you, though, that like the ribs at Pappy's to me are like the best ribs ever. I don't know that they're St. Louis style, but they are ribs in St. Louis. Um, they're to correct my earlier mistake. They're flatter than baby back ribs, which makes them easier to brown. But but there was never a catchy jingle about St. Louis style ribs. I like. I want my St. Louis, St. Louis style. <laughs> 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 yeah, it rolls right off the tongue. Um, 
They are usually trimmed down by cutting away the hard breastbone and chewy cartilage. <laughs> do you, you ever hear? Yeah, do you ever hear eating meat described just too technically? And do you think about becoming a vegetarian for five oh, yeah. seconds? Every once in a while, I, I definitely yeah, teeter. Don't every you so just love like, that marrow? <laughs> you gotta get like, into the marrow. That's where the flavor lies. I like greens for me, baby. That's right. St. Louis style words. Where are we going with them? Um, I'll put them in. They're 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 kind of really sort of nothing to me. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Red hot ripplets. I do like red hot ripplets. I would put yummy yummy baby. Yeah, I agree. They're good. They're pretty good. And not when I'm going to the bathroom after, but you know when you're eating them, great <laughs> stuff. Bagel slices. Listen, folks, it's just a bagel. There's not you're not special because you cut it a stupid way. I've never understood this. Yeah, this is like the but, definition. But of like this is now. this is a very Vennington thing where it's like I the people who are like, yeah, you got to cut them this way. I'm like, you're an idiot. But the people who are like, what is this sacrilege? I'm like, it's easier to share. They're not oh yeah, convenient, you know. Oh for sure, it's definitely I feel just dead set in the middle where it's just like, can can they just be fine? But I mean, yeah, I I didn't even know that was a thing. I just thought uh-huh. they did that at Paneer, and I'm like, other places do that at Paneer. That's not like you have a bread slicer at Paneer in New York City. So That's like right. just put the bagel through it. That's right. Um a slinger, which is I, I've never is actually chi- had this. chili over hash browns over you know, it's one of those things where I want to say that it's gross because just look at it, but it's actually pretty good. I mean, it does look yucky. Too. I'd probably put it, probably put it like upper mid, but if you've never had it and you want to go yucky poo, we can go yucky poo. I mean, I would definitely eat it. I think as a kid, the kid inside of me is like, that's disgusting, uh-huh. but I, I'd go mid. Because I could definitely, I definitely get that as like a thing to eat, especially if you're like drunk. That looks really good. Oh yeah, that's a that's a that's a shock that it didn't orig- originate on a Waffle House menu item. Oh yeah. And Ted Drew's frozen custard. Uh, I could I could go towards God mode with this. I'll tell you what, I'm not Ted Drew. Ted Drew's is not the best. I will it's go, not. We'll go with that. Fritz's. I'll take Andy's over TD. Um, Ted Drew's is special just because it's Ted Drew's, but then you eat it and you're like, this is fine. But frozen custard in in general, I'm putting yummy, yummy, bang, bang or above. Oh yeah. Frozen custard for sure. I sort of just want to be an asshole to be controversial and put a yucky poo. So when we post this, people go, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, But that we'll probably already get that with the, with the freaking lion's choice. So yeah, I put it yummy, yummy, bang, bang. Again. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of like, I like it better than emos by comparison, but it's a lot like emos where I'm like, this is good. This tastes like what I would expect it to taste like. But if someone's uh, like, you gotta go, are you from Louisiana? You gotta go to Ted Drew's. And I got there, I'd be like, this is, this exists elsewhere. Ian, here's a fun thing. I don't know if we want to discuss it tonight or think about it for next time, but, um, or maybe we could do it as a draft. I don't know. There's fun ways oh, yeah. to discuss this, but what would your essential St. Louis experiences be for someone who is coming in from out of town? So I'm, not, I'm not just going to make this for you. You got to come up this as your own. If someone's coming to visit, I'm not doing the work for you. Um, <laughs> you got to do some scouting, do some research, you know, really get into the marrow of stuff. Man, I guess it just like depends. If you were like, if you were, if you were like 
just a generic person where someone that you know this is like generic advice for somebody i feel like i would kind of give them like general neighborhoods to go to like i'd say like go to like if it's like just places to go i'd be like you should go to tower grove park you should go to like forest park you should go to um i still think like the city museum's fun um obviously go to like the zoo and stuff like that um but if you're like food and everything man food and you just like want like a diverse number of things i one, swear to god i swear to god my first food recommendation is soul taco i don't even care it's not that's not a saint the hell is in chicago steven i don't i don't you're right you're right you're right that's right that's just me being away from there and wanting soul taco but still the people good. don't understand how good it is um if you like spicy food i'd recommend pappy's i think pappy's is worth it yeah, um pappy's definitely worth it South if you like spicy asian food you should go to um kate zone or chili spot that's like good Szechuan, like Chinese food. That's like really, really good. Um, yeah, Southerns. I'm. We haven't been to Southerns in like a long time, but Southerns are good. Um, Ian, you got to go. come down to Jacksonville so I can take you to all the hot Jacksonville spots, all the hot That's right. Jayville I wanna spots. I want to go to. I want to go to the Goku Ramen Shop. That's right, and there's a barbecue along the river that's gorgeous and delicious. It's all great. It's all great stuff. Dally's, Dally's is a good barbecue. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think now. Brunch and stuff. Uh, there's a place off Shack, Del Mar. The Shack is a good experience. That's all. Shack is good. What's the place? Winslow's Table is like really good. What's the place called? Uh, Cracker Barrel. I think it's called <laughs> Cracker Barrel. Well, last time I went to Cracker Barrel was like with you. Yeah. I don't even remember what oh. I got. I think I got like salmon. No, I think it was like some catfish. <laughs> I think got salmon there. <laughs> Pull that catfish got, out the river. I thought you were going to say, I think I got sand. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got food poisoning. Have you ever driven? No. Um, like you're by that Cracker Barrel. You know where the where the Merrimack River is? We're 44 in the Merrimack River. Uh-huh. Have you ever, there's a road that goes underneath the bridge. 44's bridge or whatever across Merrimack. There's really goes underneath. Like it goes by the soccer park and stuff if you go north. Mm -hmm. But if you go south, you go along the Merrimack River and you run into like what's like downtown Fenton, like downtown, old Fenton. Uh-huh. It's very weird. I've never I've been lots of places in West County. I feel like I've driven everywhere here. Like uh -huh. I don't think there's any place where I'm like, what is this? But one day, like a year or two ago, I was like, what the fuck am I driving through? It was like just a weird tiny little old town that i had no idea existed and it just made me think of that because i was like wow this is all behind cracker barrel <laughs> that cracker barrel by the way is always bumping anytime i drive by any time of day that bumping. um that's true my uh violin lessons actually used to be in a neighborhood <coughs> back there behind that cracker barrel yeah oh would you recommend uncle bill's to anyone i mean i don't think oh, i would if they like... were uh on mescaline at two in the morning <laughs> although uncle bill's isn't even open 24 7 anymore i know just close which is That's... bullshit just yeah. close exactly it's either you're open all the time or you're fucking close i don't know it's uh... it's not great Arda O'Cal to stepping up for Jordan Bennington saying personality is good. We can't harp on these players when they show it. 
I uh, my only qualm with that is that showing it doesn't mean punching someone with your blocker. But you're right. I, I mean, but, I do. I, I do think that's part of it. I do think this league mm-hmm. loves to do the Well, we need more interesting players. And then the moment a player is interesting, they're like, well, not like that. Yeah, you know, like I just want you to say something fun about Taylor Swift. Yeah, you say something fun about T Swift. Be like, wow, what a fun guy that is. (laughs) I would kind of like I latch on to any hockey player that like doesn't fish or golf. (laughs) I forget who it was, Um, but I swear anyone that doesn't do that, I swear there's always like a little bit of like, yeah, and you know, players on it. There's a little bit of um, Dougie Hamilton Mm -hmm. shit going on. Because I remember there were like Andrew Ference is like he was a captain of the Oilers and they, everyone up there was just kind of like eh, about him. And I think he's like re- he's really in the I forget chess. what it is something specific, but like chess. I'm going was, with chess. I don't know if it's like other extreme sports or something. He had something going on, and they were, I just remember people were like, yeah, he's just different. I'm like, you guys talk about it like he's like he's like he's I don't got know. cancer. <laughs> yeah, or like. Or there's like, like Asperger's or something or like, wow, he really just thinks way different from us. And he's like on a whole different level of like comprehension. We just can't understand him. It's like, yeah, sometimes I watch Pokemon with my kids. Like, oh, wow, okay, you fucking psychopath. Or I would like one guy. Is it Jamal Williams for that? Oh, God. I would love one guy like that. Please. Would, this league would lose its mind. I will die for a Legend fucking of the player to be like, I love Naruto. I've never even fucking, wa- I've never even watched like more than two episodes of that show. And I'll be like, please, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my God. What a someone, someone fucking sketch a little like Leaf Village thing on a stick tape. And I'm like, yes. I don't think we ever talked about this on the podcast, Ian, but I saw Jacksonville Iceman post and sent it to you from one of their interviewing one of their players, and it said his favorite phrase was high. (laughs) And his response to that was, that man is a serial killer. He was like a robot man, like, hi. (laughs) Did you just learn the English language? Yes. I love saying hi to people. It really connects us as a as a I lo- species. I like how you say it when you greet and when you leave too. It's like no, this isn't Hawaii. That's not how it works. Great for humans. <laughs> Easy to use. Uh, like I love it. Psychos. Yes, please. There's people that are our, are younger than us. There's people uh-huh. in our age that are old. I look at Braden and show like, you old sack of shit. Um, none of you, none of you played Pokemon at all. You probably got that shit beat out of you, right? They're I, the ones they, that are really like, yay. It kills me when they're like uh, a favorite Pokemon and everyone's like Pikachu or Charizard. Oh, did they ask? Wait, they asked that the was Battlehawks. The Battlehawks. Yeah. And there was at least one Gengar. So good for that guy. Yeah. That guy knows where it's at. He reached. Gengar is like an original, but at least he's a stud, you know? Right. But I just want one person to be like, I don't know, fuck it, Rayquaza or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, like a what? <laughs> I can't imagine the person that asks that also doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Dude, what? It's no, just... no, a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> no, not a not a not a species of lawnmower. You know, there's like five Pokemon. of them. There's like Pikachu, there's like the orange Pikachu, and there's like Charizard, and then there's like Snorlax. I definitely used to think Snorlax. You ever seen like my neighbor Totoro? Uh-huh. like that big guy 
I definitely used to think like Snorlax is that guy. That guy is Snorlax. And those Ghibli movies are sort of related to Pokemon when I was like six or seven. I just, go ahead. Oh no, I just, I just distinctly remember a commercial too when I was little. Like the first time I ever fucking saw Pokemon on anything was a commercial for the game where some dude vacuumed up all the cartoon Pokemon and then the vacuum shat out a little cartridge. (laughs) And they're like, and I, and, what's nuts to me about um marketing for children or whatever is they were all colorful pokemon they all moved and shit and made noises and this vacuum was animated and looked all crazy and shot out this thing and i knew it was a game boy thing and they're like you gotta catch them all i knew jack shit about pokemon i still vividly remember being like that is cool i would like that i don't know what the fuck this is i love that you can advertise to a kid just be like Look at all this moving colors and shit. Look and at colors and noises. Yeah. You're like, I would like that. I'm in. Yep. <laughs> That's great. Somebody responded to our uh, tier list oh, no. saying, I thought y'all were pro Lion's Choice. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Since when? You just remember us having a strong Lion's yeah, Choice that's right. and assume that it was pro, but you're incorrect. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to like rag them to death or anything, but like, it's also like if someone, if I'm going out with someone, and their thought is like, well, we're really hungry. I don't know. We could go to Lion's Choice. I'm like, fucking what? This is your starting point? No. Yeah. That can't be. That's got to be like your ending point. That's got to be like, fuck, it's the only thing I've I've seen for miles. <laughs> Do they even have Dr. Pepper? Are they a Pepsi place? Oh, if you're a Pepsi place, it's already, a, it's already like a strike against you. KFC is a fine place, but every time I'm like, oh shit, you're like a Pepsi place. I don't even drink soda. And I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Although most of those places, like they share Dr. Pepper, yeah, because it's like them and seven up or some like random bullshit. But they're like owned by Nestle or something. But yeah. Oh yeah. It's all bullshit. It's all conglomerate. It's, it's all disgusting. Fucking fucking capitalism bullshit. Folks- Here's a plea to you all. It's going to be a long summer and a long off season. <laughs> Give us stuff to talk about. Give I'm sure this episode has just been rambling. Yeah, this and that's going to be all of them, and that's fine. Ian and I, we're just chatting here. We're just recording our thoughts. We're just that's recording. Right. You're just here for the ride. But if you want content that matters to you, we'll do anything. We'll go through that entire list <laughs> of the hundred most influential novels by. Uh, bbc and i'll carry in through it and we'll get through it you know we'll talk about how stupid it is that they put days without end on there and not a long long way by the same author when it's a far better book in any case i don't think anyone's ever heard of that book days without it so it's very confusing to me that it ended up on there but that's fine that's fine i'm okay with it i just know that oh steven i gotta i gotta send this to you i gotta make you do this okay can I share my screen? I can share my screen. Um, yeah, just this thing. I gotta make. I gotta find this for you. Look, you basically. Whoa! There's a whole chart where you can click on like it's every generation of Pokemon down the left, and then it's every type along the top, including starter, gimmick form, legend, and then you just like pick one out of that group, and it's like an auto thing. When you click on the little box, it like shows you all the ones that belong to that group. And then you just like pick your favorite and then across so there's your favorite down. Oh, I can't, but this is just a picture. Oh. What happened? I can send you the link. Team or what? No, it's just like it shows you all. Like if you if I clicked on like 
the normal for Gen 1. I'll show you all the normal type Pokemon. Then oh you like pick God. one, and that's your favorite one. Then you pick your favorites for each generation and your favorites for each type, regardless should, of generation. We should go through this as a deal. Yeah, we're gonna, that be I think we're going to have to. This is going <laughs> to. This is going to appeal to that this one could be guy like that six asks us episodes. about Pokemon. Yeah, that's right, baby. We're going deep. Somebody out there right now is like, yes, this is what I lived for. This is what I pushed for. That's right. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Doc Spun, greatest fire type, greatest fairy type of all time. Oh, 100%. 100%. No questions asked, but I'm into it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. This is the content people want. This is. Exactly. Uh, all right. I guess that's it for us. I guess. <laughs> I guess I guess we're done, you know. It's over. So that's it's closing that's time. One last call for alcohol. <laughs> so give me your whiskey or beer. You know, people know. Yeah. That's my favorite song, clothing time. Clothing, <laughs> it's clothing time. time. Time to put your clothes on. Go back to where you're from. I don't know what pants I'm gonna wear. <laughs> that can't be our outro now. Is that our outro? That's How it. People... All right, let's, well, let's sing into it. You I was gonna tie play... that up. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Go ahead and sing some for us, Ian. Oh, good night, I was even, I was even scared. Closing <laughs> time. This wasn't hard. Time for <laughs> you to go now. It's time to close the shop. <laughs> Give me a little more, Ian, and then we'll do it for real. It's, it's look up the lyrics. You're it's right time by Google to <laughs> get out of my business. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this movie that you least, something you, and it was hilarious. All right, closing time. Can you at least give me a bridge or something? I semi sonic. <laughs> I need the lyrics, Google. I would never just ask for the song. Um, did you know? Okay, hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Sorry. Did you know? You know, filter the like, hey, yeah, man. Hey, and you know their other, yeah. you know their other song. No the um fuck what is it called it's like Filters. photograph it's like photograph or something no it's not that it's not that well, there's other songs yeah take a picture see um did you know this i love about? google so much read the I love lyrics. that, that was literally lyrics. lead the lyrics to take a picture. yeah find the lyrics you gotta find the lyrics because the okay. music video is gonna be a bunch of like bullshit i gotta hear the song first so. okay is that Renee Zellweger? No, I'm just kidding. Was that young Margot Robbie? No. I think she'd probably like okay, take three. A picture of yours. <laughs> Have you seen that picture of uh, Morgan Freeman staring at Margot Robbie's cleavage? That's, you know. Yeah. But you gotta listen to this because it's very chill. It's just a very chill on my song. airplane. My skin is bare. My skin is there. Not like that. I feel like a new boy born. Awake on my airplane. I feel so weird. Could you want to take my picture? Because I won't remember. Could you want to take my picture? Because I won't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but I if don't you, believe if... in your sanctity, <laughs> your privacy. I don't believe in sanctity of hypocrisy. But if you listen Could... to it, it's a very chill song. But this is literally a song about him, a true story about him being super drunk on a plane and getting naked. 
Fantastic. and being yelled at. But you wouldn't think that listening to the song. I love it. It's the greatest song that's ever been written. Okay, we did it. Closing time. <laughs> Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. There should be adults in here. Oh my God, I just say closing time, closing time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. People, I really hope you're hanging on because this is going to be closing funny. time. You don't you have don't to go have home, to go. but you, you can't can stay. stay. <laughs> I know. Wow.